Hey, you guys, welcome back to Black Canvas. On today's episode, we're going to talk about repressed emotions. Sometimes our emotions can feel like an alien, almost inhabiting our bodies. And for many of us, we sometimes sweep a lot of our emotions underneath the rug. Um, when I think of over time how I've dealt with a lot of repression in my own life, I know that it can cause not only havoc on my physical self, but also my emotional and mental well being. And I want to give you guys some examples of ways that we can repress and then also to give you some tips to be aware of if you're having any suppressed feelings or repressed emotions that you can be aware of some of these either activities or things we do that we need to be aware of moving forward. So one example I would like to give that I think might be really helpful, all of us can relate to is maybe being at work and someone takes something that doesn't belong to them and you become immediately maybe enraged or frustrated, but you say nothing due to the fear of either the consequences of how they're gonna respond, or maybe you have a fear of what you may say or do in that moment. So instead of you responding, you just suppress it, you push those emotions down within, and at that moment, you start to not know what to do with yourself. Does that mean that the anger went away? Obviously no, right? The anger's still there. It just gives you the opportunity in that moment to successfully repress your rage out of its own consciousness. And when I think of repressed emotions, um, they can become almost like a body armor that we use. And at times we start to accumulate emotional traumas throughout either our childhood or even for some of us, we've had traumas in our adult or adolescent years. And when we start to go through many traumatic incidents, we start to adopt almost this environment around us that gives our body that shield and the shield is used to kind of protect us from additional pain. So armor sometimes that we use can be a protection, but it can also hinder our ability to connect with others and also to heal from old emotional wounds that we've had or scars we've had for many years. And I know personally, I have become very stagnant in the past and I had my own blockades up to protect me from the pains of the world or things that I've experienced. And when I started to develop that shield, it actually made it worse for me because I didn't know how to actually talk and share openly what wounds I had because I wanted to avoid those feelings. And when we think of avoiding our feelings, they can become almost the leading drivers into compulsive behaviors for some people, addictions, it can also lead to chronic fatigue, and for others, it can lead to maybe a lack of compassion fatigue for yourself. So we have to get to the point where we actually learn not to mute our positive emotions like we have, like enthusiasm, like love, honesty, joy. Those are things that we do have that give us a sense of solace, and it gives us an opportunity to do things differently. So I always like to tell people, if you have positive people in your life, or experiences or emotions to try to draw on those emotions and feelings because it's easy for us to go back to becoming a recluse or for many people to go to an emotion that may be the most painful because that has been what you've had to use to survive. And people forget survival techniques are not all the time negative, but for someone who's already feeling negative and feeling down and depressed, they easily can go to anger, they can easily go to maybe automatic negative thoughts, and use those in conjunction with each other to repress their emotions. So these are some tips I want you guys to be aware of, or maybe things 
that maybe you didn't even notice about yourself about suppressing your feelings or emotions. So the first one I wanna talk about is the loss of interest in activities. I want you to go back in your mind and think of the last time that you participated in an activity you loved and when did you start to lose interest in that activity? For many people, this can start at a very young age. And if you've been through a traumatic incident, so an example of physical or sexual or emotional abuse, it can be really detrimental growing up to try to find safeguards or to be able to rebuild trust because the interest that you had could easily go back into, I need to protect myself because I don't want to be around others because they're going to harm me. So just being aware, if there's an activity that you once liked to participate in, and maybe you've lost that interest due to your negative experience with someone else, or maybe just as we get older, we start to mature and see things differently. I want you to be able to track your emotions as well as the activity and to see if those two are in line with each other. Because you'll see sometimes um, people who will play a sport or do certain activities for family members, and maybe it's the mom or dad or grandparents reliving a past experience from their own childhood, or maybe putting their own feelings and their beliefs on their own kids because they didn't have the opportunity or chose not to pursue the opportunity to follow through with that career choice or that, that path. So being aware of the loss of interest in activities can be a huge sign that maybe you're dealing with suppressed either feelings or emotions or repress emotions in general. Another is having trouble sleeping. Now, of course, if you're struggling with a mental disorder or maybe if you have um, narcolepsy or have other types of ailments or things that people can struggle with, you may have times where you may not get the rest you need. Um, also being aware, um, some jobs, if you have a change in your job where you are working mornings and maybe now you're working a night shift um, or graveyard shift, right? Just being aware of that, that can cause troubles in sleep, but also just dealing with reliving some experiences. So for anyone who's ever gone to a council before and you've done an assessment or a psychosocial or biopsychosocial assessment, Sometimes it can be one of the hardest things to do because you're reliving and going back to things that you've gone through and it's kind of like a roadmap. And for any counselor out there, it's pretty much an information gathering experience. So they're going through it with you, but their main goal is to gain as much insight so they know how to base their treatment to assist you. So for any of you guys who experienced that, how many of you guys had a hard time sleeping right after that session? Or maybe you wanted to escape, but you had no interest in any activities because it just brought up a lot of pain. And it's almost like thinking of carrying a back sack with a lot of rocks in it and just how heavy that can be, not only on your body, but just in your mind of what you're experiencing. And for many of us, we also struggle with conflicts and relationships. So that can be friendships or it can be an actual intimate relationship. Many times it can be hard to tell your partner or tell someone that you're in a friendship with what you've repressed or what you've experienced because there may be judgments or maybe you may feel that they won't fully understand the, the plight and the things you've had the experience to get to where you are. So just being aware, when we start to trust our own judgment and our own decision making, then it makes it a little easier for us to start to share and be open about our challenges. Um, this is not something that we're going to understand or be able to just 
do overnight. And I think that's one thing I always like to give you guys takeaways. It's not about just what did I learn and how this will never happen again. It's about being aware of what type of shields do I use moving forward and not to protect me from everyone in the world, but to use that as a, as a means of protection against my own negative thoughts. And being able to take the shield down and knowing that everything doesn't have to be a battle. And I think when we get to that point of realizing that the battle within our mind and the battle within our soul sometimes can supersede any battles we have with others. So being aware of if I feel alienated or if I feel that my mind and body are not in tune with each other, then it's my obligation when I'm, of course, ready and open and willing to make that change to ask for help, to be able to share openly what those experiences are and actually be able to do something and change it. And in changing how I think, it changes how I feel. And in changing how I feel, it gives me more confidence that I can be who I need to be in that moment. So I hope you guys really learned a lot about just not only repressed emotions and sometimes the suppressed feelings we have, but also being aware that we do have the right and we do have an assertive right to adopt new environments and new changes. And when we start to adopt that, then we can take the armor off and we can actually armor ourselves mentally and emotionally and spiritually and psychologically with all those tools to become who we are and who we love and who we can continue to become better versions of ourselves. I want to ingrain that in your head. Become a better version of yourself for you, not for others. And then that can help us to hopefully, hopefully open that door to a lot of that emotional safe havens and giving people the opportunity to feel with us and to develop empathy in that moment instead of having sympathy or for us to live in that victimhood mentality. Because being a victim for the rest of our lives can be not only difficult mentally and emotionally, but it also doesn't allow us to have the confidence that we can ever be the victor. So my goal in life is always to find the mysteries of life through my experiences, but also by being the strongest version of myself, by accepting that this is where I am, this is what I will continue to do. And if I don't complete or experience what I felt I should in that moment, that I'm the only one who has the right and the ability to feel different. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast today on repressed emotions. And please reach out to me, email me, let me know what you're thinking. Let me know some things you guys are using to work on yourself. And let's remember to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas.